0: Welcome aboard, space travelers. Please lower your harness and keep your hands and arms inside the vehicle at all times. Prepare for blast-off.
1: Hello and welcome to a timely edition of Discover DLP with myself, Nick.
0: And myself, Paul. So I just think we,
1: well, you suggested it, but we are kind of getting ahead of ourselves. <laughs> we don't normally record this until the middle of the month. No. And this is going out in October. Yeah. So that's, yeah, we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves. So that's good.
0: We are. Yeah. yeah. We, we definitely are. We'll, we didn't record the other show like we normally do. I just thought we might as well get this this done, and, and it, it is timely, and it's worked out well because it is International Podcasting Day.
1: It is, as we call this, it is International Podcasting Day.
0: So it it was a good idea to record. We didn't do it on purpose. It, we just it just happened to be today.
1: <laughs> Speak for yourself. Hey, is this the is this is the first International Podcasting Day? I don't seem to feel that. Like, I've it's not been a thing. noticed.
0: I've not noticed it before. I, do you know what? I, I only found out because I follow a couple of basketball podcasts that said it was today, and I was like, "Oh right,
1: okay." Mm. And it's international, so we should know yeah. about it. Uh, I mean, yeah. did you did you wake up this morning to um, a load of um, happy international podcasts and day cards like I did?
0: No, mm. no,
1: no. Maybe my my door wasn't
0: overspilling. No. Yeah. No, it's expanding. And it, it does work out right, because we probably are the two on the network that have got the most shows.
1: Well, so. that's, that's been disputed. Apparently, Sinead thinks that Craig does, but I think it's just because we don't always remember all the podcasts that we do. I think that's what it comes down no. to. I don't think he does.
0: No.
1: I don't think he does. I he makes the least appearances at yeah. the three of us as well, so yeah. that, that comes into play. But whatever. Um, yeah. We're not here to mind about Craig, because that's just giving him an ego boost. Um, We've got some news we want to talk about, we've got a question from a listener, and we're going to continue going um, on our journey around the parks, where this month it is Fantasyland.
0: It is, it's the big one. It is the big one.
1: So, uh, should we start with a bit of news?
0: Yeah, yeah, let's let's go for it. Okay, so,
1: um, just kind of quick news, I suppose is that um, the Hotel Cheyenne is now closed. It is. It's now
0: closed for six months. At least. Yeah. At least. I believe it it's 3rd of March.
1: Yeah. 3rd of March. We'll see. Um, you know, everything is so up in the air at the moment. It, it yeah. could be that, you know, they put that date in there because they feel that that will be the appropriate time that they'll, they'll need to have it open. Um I don't know. Too early. I, I think it's too early to tell, personally. Yeah. Um,
0: I think they're probably aiming for school holidays in March.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it could be right. It uh, just end of, end of
0: February. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I guess that's probably what they're aiming for. Get the the half term out of the way here in, in February. Yeah. And now, then start to work. So I open it for the next holiday.
1: Yes. And um, th- th- also, I mean, I know this isn't DLP related, but it is... Kind of, um, as we recall this, uh, they announced a couple of days or yesterday that they are cutting 28,000 um, theme park employees across the Disney parks. The uh, head of Disneyland Paris gave a speech or um, a talk this morning with staff members, with cast members to inform them that uh, that 28,000 uh, has got nothing to do with Disneyland Paris. That is purely the American parks.
0: Yeah,
1: um, they're obviously working on um, you know cost, and we you know <laughs> the closure of Cheyenne is, is obviously part of that. But they're they're working on their own cost saving measures to um, save money where they can. Um, Disneyland itself hasn't been open since well March. Was it the fifteenth yeah. of March it closed? I believe I think so. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it uh, was.
0: It was definitely March. It was. It
1: was because. Um, it was Friday the 13th weekend because that's when I knew someone that was flying out. So yeah. I think the 15th was the, the last official day for the Disney parks. Um, And Disneyland itself has not reopened since yeah. then. Uh, Downtown Disney has.
0: Yep, Downtown Disney has been open for a couple of months now. Yeah. Um, but so. that's mainly because the rules about shopping and eating were relaxed quite a while ago. In fact, Disneyland were, were later than a lot of people were. They actually prepped um, for a bit longer than everybody else in California did. Mm. Um, yeah, it's still, they're still saying you're not opening the parks and and that's where this has come from, sadly. It's,
1: it's weird. I mean, it's not good news. Don't get me wrong. No. Um, it, it's obviously a bond. They're getting rid of so many people. Um, a company the size that Disney is you'd like to think they can pull some money out somewhere. It's not that happened. There is some views that this is a political move because they've not been allowed to reopen. And I can certainly understand that to an extent that it it could be, it could be one or it certainly, you know, appears that it could be one Um, and we'll never know for sure. But as I was, uh, I think we were talking about our little chat group, you know, it's not been open for six months we know how much uh, revenue those parks are losing every day they're closed. Yeah. And there's got to be a breaking point. And I don't, I mean, maybe because we talked about Disneyland Paris last month. And so we know what it's been like since it's, it's reopened or we had a, uh, you know, a hand account of it. Um, but Disney world has been open since July as well. And although the state of Florida is still not uh, really back to normal, um, at the same time it's you know covid cases don't seem to have really impacted or, or, or that the parks haven't seemed to have had much of an impact on the spread of covid if uh, you know figures and and research are to be believed and you do have to wonder why they can't look at the other parts that have reopened now and gone yeah maybe maybe we should follow in the footsteps of disney world and just do not well they didn't call it a soft open do they but you know a reduced no. capacity
0: yeah.
1: opening i just i just feel that they they should do it because i mean look what's the worst that can happen really yeah. that they do it they see the numbers in uh, california start to take a bit of a turn close down a park again
0: yeah and you it know, is I, it's the only park in the world that's now not open
1: Yes, because um, even the Asian parks are now reopened as well. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And in fact, some of the Asian parks are opening new attractions.
1: So, yes. Yeah, it's true. Yeah.
0: So it just it, it's it's a tough tough thing. And, and the one thing I will say is that Disney did say in their statement that they they will look to bring them all back mm. once they're reopening. This isn't a final goodbye. It's literally just saying, look, we we can't keep you. We are not open. We've got nothing for you to do. Therefore, yeah. we're not earning money. We can't pay you. And and while it, it's sad in that, that situation, you look at it and you go, well, at least they are saying that once we're back open, we are going to need you again. Yeah. So yeah. it's not like they're, they're out of a job permanently.
1: No, it's not. But at the same time, those people that are now out of work, I mean, look, it could be two weeks. It could be two months Mm. before they get a call to say, we're reopening. We need you back. Yeah. Now in that time, they may have found something else. Um, uh, or, or they might, you know, just kind of turn around and go, well, I I don't appreciate the way I've been treated and I don't want to come back. Um, that can happen as well. So it's, it's, it's kind of risky, but, and I said this, this is not because I think it's necessarily the right thing to do, but there has got to come to a point where you can't you just can't justify doing it anymore, yeah um, and especially if they're not getting any financial help i mean I, I don't really understand what America's been doing no. um, in regards to um, like their kind of furlough
0: scheme yeah. but but I the know, one thing I, I will say about Disney was they were uh, up to this point, they were continuing with their health schemes and and everything. The the cast members were still getting all their benefits, um, which is obviously going to disappear now as well. And I think that was the the tipping point was that they were still having to pay for that.
1: Yeah, and you know what i I think that's the that's the bit that sucks the most. And I think that I think what they should have done was turn around and said, "Look, we can't afford to keep you on. We, yeah, we'll keep covering your medical."
0: Yeah,
1: you know, I think that's the least they could have done. Especially, if they want people to come back as well. Yeah. Um, you know, we obviously have a very different healthcare system to the states, and you know, we're always grateful for that. And I would not want to be in in that position that that those people are that are now finding during a pandemic yeah. that they haven't got health insurance anymore.
0: Yeah,
1: you know, I think that's that's quite poor and. Yes, I can understand them doing what they're doing on on the one hand, but that should have been something that they carried on. Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't know if maybe by law they can't. You know, if they've if they're actually letting employees go, maybe they're not allowed to keep paying into it's, those. But
0: it's possible because I would imagine it have to have to be done as as a wage mm. type deduction.
1: Yeah, it could be. Um, yeah.
0: So it's it's a difficult situation and one that we don't fully understand. No, and I, and I don't think we ever will unless we actually have to take that that hit. Yeah, <laughs> if we were if we were living out there. So yeah,
1: it's uh, yeah it's it's disappointing, but it's not going to affect uh, Disneyland Paris at least nothing incoming. I mean, yeah. we say it now, but we've got no idea what's going to happen. Um, you know, in in a few months. It depends yeah. if it starts to go back up or not. Um, you know, I, I, I guess they're not that they're doing all right, but because the parts are open and, and people are going, At they're seeing they're going some. Something, yeah. yeah. So uh, I don't think it's quite as dire, but yeah, that, that Disneyland situation is, is dire for all, all parties involved. It's uh, yeah. very sad. Um, you wanted to talk about uh, the app.
0: Yes. So, Earlier in the week, I think it was Monday. Um, it was actually again. It was Sinead that passed it on to us um, that Disneyland Paris will be launching a a thing similar to, I suppose, what they do both in Florida and previously at, at Disneyland. Um, that's basically going to eliminate the the standby queue. Um, so you use the app in the same way that Bertie has been for meet and greets. Um, you log into the app, um, pick your attraction, pick your party size, uh, and it will give you a, a comeback time with a little QR code on it. Um, and yeah, it's going to eliminate standby queues for the most part. I believe they're going to kind of have a little bit of time for a standby queue. Um, certain times of the day but outside of that you will have to use the app to book your time on an attraction
1: now I, I, in theory you know it, it's a positive in some yep. ways i would be sad if it meant the end of paper fast passes because obviously most mm. parts don't have them now so yep. it's a piece of history um but the main thing for me is and if I mean, this is something that I've learned during this pandemic and our own issues in uh, the UK with apps is the fact that because phones constantly evolve and they get new operating systems and, you know, new technology gets wiped out, uh, wipes out old technology, uh, you know, there are going to be people that aren't going to be able to use this. Yeah. Because it's not, I mean, I don't think it's not not possible, but I think. Most um, most app developers only go back so much in time, yeah, in, in order to to get stuff that still works, um, and also I suppose to make it, you know, it, there there must be a limitation at some point that you'd have to create a, a different app to work on on older devices, which is not yeah. worth your time and money. So that's good in theory, and as long as you're in a party that's got a fairly recent phone then you'll be fine but if you you know if you don't have an up-to-date phone you know if your phone is like four or five years old then you're you're gonna probably be a bit stuffed
0: yeah and um, Orlando I believe they still had people that you could go and speak to I'm not sure whether Paris is gonna do that Um, right but yeah for people that couldn't access the app you could still go to like one of the fast pass plus kiosks, and they could book you a time. Right. Okay. Um, and I'm guessing it would print off a QR code for you at the, at the kiosk. But yeah, I can't imagine that the Disneyland Paris fast pass chaos have that capability. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how it works. We can't access it at the moment. It doesn't start until the 6th of October. Um, I've just checked the app and it hasn't been updated yet. There's nothing that I can see that leads you to it at the moment. So I would imagine there'll probably be an update over the next few days.
1: I mean, maybe, maybe what they'll do is they'll keep paper fast passes, um, but encourage people to use the app. So yeah. paper fast passes are, are purely, you know, it could, it could be that they have, I don't know if you've ever been there and have done that, but they've got like an attendee by the fast pass machines. Yeah. Um, that kind of get scans your ticket in order to get you know ju- just as a way to speed things up. Yeah, some people do kind of stand there and f- about with tickets and stuff, don't they?
0: Yeah, and kind sometimes scan the wrong work.
1: side and yeah. yeah. So yeah. maybe maybe that's the way around it is that they have someone there so they tell you to use the app. But if you can't use the app because it doesn't work, you don't have a phone, then yeah. they can get, still get you a fast pass.
0: Yeah.
1: And then, you know, and maybe keep so much, you know, maybe keep like I don't know ten percent of the allocation for paper or yeah. something. I
0: don't know. Yeah, yeah, I think that's probably going to be the the best way. I, it, this is just an we're talking about. So, they might not go the best route. Oh, they not go the best route. Yeah, we knew we know that, and it, it's going to be. I'm sure there'll be teething problems, like there always is when a new system's put in. So, we'll see. Weeks time, we'll find out. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> I was I was going to bring up. I don't know whether you uh you saw the Ursula show that they put in for Halloween.
1: Um, I didn't. I saw there was video of it, but I didn't actually see. I've it.
0: not watched it, but the actual Ursula thing. She's literally sat in like a a bucket with some tentacles. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't it doesn't look very good at all. Oh Saturday. really? No. Down on the cheap. Yeah. 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 Uh, and they're using the the Flotsam and Jetsam puppets that we saw at race weekend. Oh, okay. As part of it, which is quite cool. I thought that was that was quite clever. But yeah, I've I've not seen any particularly great reviews of it either at the moment. So, and I, they've had to scale back, haven't they? So, what do you expect at this this point? I think.
1: Mm. So, well, you just thought you'd have thought that he if they are gonna do the Ursula thing, that was probably in the planning stages before this all kicked off anyway.
0: Yeah.
1: So there's not much you of an excuse so. for that. Mm. Yeah. But yeah. I, I've um I've seen I know some people out there at the moment and um I see that, you know, with the returning Halloween food that I think we kind of touched on before, they've also yeah. um they've got another re release of the uh the Black Burger.
0: Yes. Yes, I saw that as well. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, it's uh, it's exciting for the um, the guy I was following that was out there because he's never had one before. But <laughs> I said, it, it's like what they wheel, wheel out now for every season. Yeah. They just tie it in in a different way, don't they? So. Yeah, the,
0: the, when it was the the Marvel season, it was the, the Black Widow burger. Oh, what,
1: it was the Spider-Man burger before that. Oh, no, yeah, that was no. a red bun, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, no, yeah. This, this year when they when it was meant to be the last Marvel season, they um they brought the food out for that, and it was, yeah, it was the Black Widow burger.
1: Oh, I, they, stamped, I mean, they
0: stamped the logo on the top of it.
1: Yeah, I would not be eating a a, a burger called the Black Widow.
0: <laughs> no, no, it's not particularly appealing, is it? No.
1: Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's been used before uh, as well yeah. during uh, Star Wars season as yeah, the Yeah, uh, that no, was the, the Starfighter. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What happened? Using yeah, hopefully Ren come, as well. They possibly, yeah, they possibly did when the yeah. when the last film came out, and mm. they did the the final season last year.
1: Yeah, I, I can it,
0: imagine it was.
1: It, either way, it's it's uh, yeah, just something that's become part of the furniture now. Just yeah. just expect a black burger, and also expect there to be um, no vegetarian version available. Yeah. you're stuck with your everyday crummy veggie burger with its normal bun which is incredibly messy, um, whilst we'll wheel out all these new products for people that aren't fussy. Yeah.
0: yeah. But but yeah, always expect the uh, the shortbread biscuits as well. True. Yeah. We've got a, a Maleficent one this year, I believe, with the, okay. the chocolate, like the Han Solo one, yeah. when he was in Carbonate, and then they released a set of three just shortbread biscuits that were villains, Hades, Ursula, and I can't remember who the other one was. Okay. Um, but yeah, just the usual stuff. Some uh, some macaroons and and what you'd expect, really.
1: Yeah, I, I know with the the burger, you got the pumpkin mousse. Yes, uh, which was a big hit last year. Yeah, uh, but that's it. The, the The point is, I mean, look, I'm not saying they should have um, they should have broken the mold. You know, obviously this year's a bit different and, and yeah. everything. But yeah, it's just it's just the repeats, isn't it? no variety yeah. there no no kind of surprise it's you know this is three months so yeah. this is what you're going to get for three months
0: so. yeah and then we'll see what Christmas brings
1: um a black Christmas burger maybe black friday burger <laughs> yeah nice new Christmas
0: yep yeah. Yeah. close enough um <laughs> the Kramp- Krampus burger
1: <laughs> wrong studio yeah
0: <laughs>
1: not, not, not really appealing to the demographic that one
0: <laughs> no. um
1: Really not. Oh, what's the um what's the Dutch one?
0: Oh, yeah. Is it Black
1: uh, Black Pete? Yeah. Yeah. They could, you know, for for the Dutch fans, Black Pete burger. Uh, yeah. if you don't know who Black Pete is, I don't know whether to say Google it or not, but um <laughs> let's just say it'll open your mind. Yeah. Um, you won't believe it's sort of thing, but there you go. Um was there was there any other news that we had to <laughs> The only
0: other little bit I was going to say, Shop Disney had a few more Disneyland Paris bits in this week. Um, not much stuff that uh, we've seen over the years at, at Disneyland Paris. They've got some of the the Americana collection, the the clothing collection has come in on on Shop Disney. The the two hoodies, the one that's blue, white, and red um, with Mickey's face in the middle, and then the zip-up hoodie that's blue with the outline of Mickey on with the stars and stripes on it and a t-shirt that's very similar. Then some Christmas decorations. Um, and a couple of bits of the, uh, Lion King festival clothing. Um, yeah.
1: I did see those pop up. I only saw yeah. a kid's top and a, and a women's, Woman's. women's fest. Like yeah. That.
0: And they went straight in the sale as yes. well as yeah. soon as they've come in. So um, but yeah, the rest of it was just like some Christmas decorations, unless you want a pair of Mickey Mouse gloves.
1: Yeah, I did, um, I did notice that one of them was the, um, the Rescuers um, Christmas yeah. decoration that I bought last year, I'm thinking that was going to be uh, elusive and now it's on Shop Disney. It's always a way, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's the stuff that you think, oh, I better buy this now because this will never appear on the website. And the yeah. stuff you expect to appear on the website never bloody does.
0: Yeah. Shop Disney yeah, definitely. in a nutshell. Yeah. You never know so what you're going to get. Okay, I've a box of chocolates. I
1: was going to say, is it box of chocolates? By the way, I've, 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 I've explained why that, that phrase works in the context, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, It's good, because still, I still find it very weird. Um, <laughs> right, if that's it for news, um, before yeah. we go and have a walk around uh, Fantasyland, we did have uh, a question in from a listener. I know he's listening because he says that right in a tweet. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: and he's, it's, uh, it's Jamie Crampton. Um, he said, I finally got round to the latest Discover DLP pod. Do you guys think it's justified that they charge full price for the amount of closures? So this is obviously in relation to literally the last episode we had with uh, Lord Luke, where we were talking about what it's like there at the moment. And I think as well, did we, were we discussing on that episode, the ride, I think we were discussing the ride closures on that one. Yes. Yeah. As well. Yeah. So I thought it was a very interesting question. I've got my own views, um, but I thought, you know, we'll, we'll both talk about it and and see uh, what we we think about it all. So uh, do you want to kick off?
0: Yeah, I can do. Um, I, I don't think they can justify it, to be honest. Um, It's not going to change they're still going to continue charging what they're charging um, we've mentioned we've got annual passes they're still charging us despite the fact that we can't get there um, it's it's never going to change um, in some ways I, I find it hard to justify them even being open at times um, we know why they're open they need to make money um, they're clearly not hitting their capacity because it's really easy to book a slot to get into the park any day. Mm. Um, so they're not attracting massive crowds at the moment. Um, they are closing a lot, as uh, as we talked about. Um, the main bone of contention for me at the moment is the the lack of places to tweet or shortened hours on places to tweet. Um, I don't think the attractions are particularly, I think they're all still there. I just think it 's the the service is lacking for mm. for what we what we think of Disney yes, we, uh, we joked about it, but it, it isn 't great that they 're closing toilets no. I think that 's particularly great customer service so yeah i, I don 't think they can justify the prices, but it 's not going to change
1: yeah I, um, I agree i 'm very on the fence about the question though itself because. On the one hand, I I think they they have got a bit of a cheek in, yeah. in not reducing prices, but I can also understand the the reasons behind it. So, you know, you you now pretty much uh, a lot of what I would have said, which is, um, you know, a, about the, the lack of things there. But you know, you highlighted the fact that they charging us for annual passes, and I mean, they can't pick and choose. No. Right? Because, you know, there is there is literally nothing stopping us getting there if we wanted to. Yeah. They're not stopping us going. We just have a two-week quarantine period when we get back. Yeah. Um, and also the risk of possibly um, contracting it on, on a part of the journey. Um, yeah. You know, between, you know, there and the parks and even people in the parks, you know, they're not testing people going into the parks so someone could go in that has it and spreads it hasn't happened so far but who knows um on the other hand they don't need to make money they've been closed for uh, how long were they closed for was it four months yeah about four months yeah. um so that's four months of revenue they're never going to catch up with um they're not catching up with it now because obviously attendance is uh, capped um and the parks are, are generally much quieter than they would be this time of year anyway. Um and, and I mean, you know, right now is is normally a, a fairly quiet period, other than the the race events. Well, yeah if we if we were recording this two weeks ago, I would have said that. Obviously, it's the start of Halloween season, they should have had Run Disney. Those events would bring in huge numbers, but once they're kind of done during the week, this time of year is pretty quiet most of september is pretty quiet as well so um you know they're not they're not making up the money that they've lost unless okay. they're never going to so I, I i can understand why they will try and do everything they can in order not to to do that um if they weren't getting the attendance that they wanted i'm sure they would start changing that policy they might do reduced tickets um they obviously are not trying to encourage more than they can cope with, which is the the problem that might happen by reducing the prices. You're not getting the full experience that I you know, in, in, in many ways. So, you know, not only are, are there lots of attractions closed, as you said, the dining is completely different. Lots of places are closed to eat as well. The opening hours reduced, uh, the meet and greets are selfie spots. And yeah, it's good that they've got more characters out, but you're not getting that interaction that you would expect to. Yeah. Um, and kind of what you pay your money for. So it's, it's, it's a tough one. I can see why they should not be charging the same as they would do normally, but it's not really how it works. And I mean, I've been to Disneyland Paris before. I went, um, when was it? About 2000 and... It might have been 2014 or maybe early 2015. And, um, you know, when I went, it was in January. Um, They they closed some rides for refurbishment and some of the bigger rides as well. Um, Obviously, the park hours are much shorter in January as well. Um, There was no season because Christmas had just finished and the next um, seasons, I think, were starting in March. So, you know, there was there was nothing going on to kind of spur you to go there. Um, there was a lot of things that were missing. Um, so I did, but, but I still had a good time. You know, I knew going there that I was going to be, you know, not going to be able to go on certain attractions. And so my expectations were kind of reduced. I was still able to have a good time because there's, yeah. there's still stuff to do. You know, there might be a favorite of yours that you can't do, but
0: and that happens on a regular basis anyway well you You can can get there and find something's down for refurb or it's it's not working how long did we go without pirates and then phantom manor with them being closed
1: yeah exactly yeah so you know it happens sometimes it's poor timing sometimes it's it's emergency stuff you know they you know a ride breaks down and needs extensive refurbishment and so you know there's an unexpected closure for you know a month or two um those kind of things can happen as well, um, so yeah i I understand the argument for you're not getting the whole experience, and we talked about this a lot on um, Disney Parks and Beyond, right? The American parks. Yeah. But to me, the big difference there is that when you're going to Disneyland Paris, normally you're not going for three weeks. It's yeah. not costing you, you know, half a year's salary or something. Uh, for you to go on site and get a dining plan and get all your theme park tickets and and pay for your parking, all that kind of stuff. Do you know what I mean? Disneyland Paris is generally a, a cheaper holiday. Yeah. So the the kind of capital investment there is is lower, which is why I I kind of give it that pass when it yeah. comes to that. There's a big, you know. We're not talking about um, you know a ten grand holiday here. No, we're talking probably at best a couple of thousand yeah and that's that's me being over uh generous on that end of the scale yeah. you know you uh, we've done it for way less than that yeah you know
0: oh it's easy to do it for you could probably go for a week and not even spend a grand
1: i've done it before yeah well i mean that 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 holiday there i was talking about that was the one that cost me um, five hundred quid for two adults and two children, uh, for five days staying at Santa Fe.
0: Yeah,
1: do you know what I mean? And that was after that was the hotel, the tickets on top, and then the Eurostar on top. That cost me. So you know, it's it's possible, it's possible to get cheap holidays there. So yeah, I, I I can't compare it in the same way because the costs are are completely different. And I think generally it's a good value park, parks, yeah. um, in terms of like the annual pass, like you say, you know, they're, they're a fraction of what a Disney World pass would cost you. Um, hotels are normally cheaper. And I, I mean, at the moment, you've only got the choice of two anyway.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, until December, when hopefully um, Disneyland Hotel opens up, um, you've got Santa Fe, which is a basic two star, or you've got Newport Bay, which is your more extravagant four star. Um, and you don't have to stay on site. You know, if you want to stay uh, locally elsewhere, then you can do that as well. So, yeah, um, yeah it, the, the cost is 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 quite different when you're compared to another Disney thing. Um, so, yeah, and, and at the end of the day, they're trying their best.
0: Yeah. In terms,
1: of, in terms of, you know, as much as I kind of just kind of like took a swipe at the, the lack of meet and greets and you just got selfie spots, they're limited at what they can do we're in strange times they could have done nothing they could have said we're not going to send anyone out
0: yeah
1: at all exactly um so and also a lot of the ride a lot when it comes to the ride closures, a lot of those would have been scheduled anyway yeah so yeah that that, that, that's how i feel about it anyway
0: yeah i think we're pretty much on the same same page with that i think they're doing the best they can but they could, they could do other things, but that's detrimental to them. Um, and they have to, they have to look on the, the the side of the company at the moment. I think not, not so much at the people that that are visiting.
1: So, what do you think? So, if you was running Disneyland Paris right now, and you was hearing that kind of, and I mean, to be fair, he, he didn't say his own thoughts on that. Yeah, I, I think it kind of. Hinted towards, and I've just yeah. assumed, and you know what happens when you assume something. But let's just kind of err on on the side of caution that they're getting complaints from guests that they don't feel they're getting value for money. Like, You're charging me regular prices, I'm not getting that experience. I don't care that we're in a pandemic. What are you going to do about it? How are you going to improve things for me? What What do you think you would do uh, to try and improve that guest experience?
0: Um. For me I, I would I would try to give people more things to do outside of the parks. Not so much outside probably outside of the attractions. I think the the big problem is is the the food at the moment is the lack of hours where restaurants are open for three hours. Yeah. And and it's the same in the village. Obviously the village have changed their hours and are only open now in Early, early evening um, so it really is limiting the amount of eateries that you can you can probably get a table at mm. uh, I think that's the big thing for me that I would try and improve I would I would think back on those cutting back those hours um, but to hold back to so what we keep talking about at Captain Jack's where it's open for three hours at the moment Mm. from from lunchtime till mid afternoon and then it closes that's that's not value for money if you can't if you can't get somewhere to eat is just for me completely kiboshes the day
1: yeah and and the thing is as well like i'm not for me lunchtime is a, like a light lunch yeah it's not a a full on free course extravaganza, which is what a Captain Jacks looks like to me. Um I I remember we went one time and uh it was with my parents and my dad got um he he thought Plaza Gardens was amazing and he wanted to go before like on our last day he wanted to go and no one else wanted to go because it was like buffet. And you don't want to have a buffet before you're taking like a big train journey home. Yeah. And you've got to put your suitcase and everything. Um, And yeah, that's just not my, I don't want a full on meal at lunch. I want a sandwich, a burger, maybe um, some chips, you know, it doesn't matter. I want my main meal to be of an evening.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And you can't, you don't have that option to do right. it. So I think that's a really, um, a really valid point. Better than mine. <laughs> uh, mine was just going to be, just just give everyone a gift card. Yeah. 50 euros, 100 euros, who cares? Um, either way maybe, yeah. maybe 50 for the kids, 100 for the adults, or maybe the other way around, whatever you want to do. Um, but that way, yeah, you're losing money on merchandise. But, you know, there are, there are people that go to you know, don't try and buy any merchandise at all. I I don't know how, I don't know why, but you know, they exist. Um, So so yes, you know, that's, that's giving away free money, but it's improving the guest experience by doing that. Just a little gesture like that. And and the thing is, it's the kind of thing that they sometimes do. Like I've seen packages advertised before where, you know, if you book now, you get, you know, 10% of your hotel room and a hundred euro gift card. Or something, but if you did that per guest that was staying there, um yeah, it's, it's you know a fair amount of money that you're giving away, but it you know would go some way, I think, to kind of you know saying, look, we're sorry that things are the way they are, but you know this is it, and you know as a token of gratitude for you still coming out with that going on, here's here's some money to go and spend in the shops.
0: And yeah. um, Walt we'll Disney World do it with every single booking half the time so they'll that's, give you a, as long as you're there for a, a week All yeah. Disney World do that all the time that's yeah. not something
1: new and let's, let's be honest we're not talking about cheap merchandise here like they they must make decent profit margins on nearly everything yeah I mean their their t-shirts are you know not not awful quality well I mean there, there have yeah. been some Jim the Star Wars one Um but I mean in terms of like the material stuff they're not the cheapest t-shirts yeah. But they're selling those, you know, somewhere between twenty and thirty euros, yeah, on average. So yeah. they're making good profit margins on those. Definitely. So you know, giving away money on like that, and also as well, you know, I, I've been in this position, the position before, where uh, not a Disney, admittedly, but you know, someone's given me a gift card. So I've got I've, at the moment, I've got a twenty quid Amazon gift card. I'm not looking on Amazon for something I can spend for twenty quid. Yeah, I'm looking at something that I want that I can put that money towards. So, you know, it might be something a bit more extravagant, but my justification will be, Oh, well, you know, it didn't cost me all of that. Cause actually I had a 20 quid gift voucher. So if you're in a shop and you're looking, you know, you're looking at Disney tradition. Yeah. You're like, Oh, I, I kind of want it, but oh, I don't know if I should, but, but then again, I've got this 50 quid, a uh, 50 euro gift card. So actually it means that it brings it down to 30 that I'm paying for it or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, or even, ah, oh, there's a few things I want it. So what I'm going to do? Well, I've got 50 euros to spend here. So actually, you know, what I'm spending on these, these two t-shirts that I can't decide between, you know, that offsets what they are giving me away for free anyway. So you yes. end up with more merchandise, but you're actually paying for some on top um, because you've been given the freebie anyway. So yeah, I yeah. think that would be quite an easy thing to implement.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Right. Um, anything more on that, or are you good to move on? No,
0: I think I'm good to move on.
1: Cool. Well, in that case, I believe, as I said at the top of the show, we're going around Adventureland. Of course, I'm joking. <laughs> it's uh, it's fancy <laughs> land, but it's a joke that will never die.
0: It won't, because we'll, we'll do it again. You watch without oh, I'm thinking sure. about it
1: i'm sure Fair. so um where do you want to go first to well, or shops?
0: i was going to start with the the shops inside mm-hmm. the castle mm-hmm. um so shall we do a a clockwise motion starting with the first shop underneath the castle yep um we'll see how far we get because this mm-hmm. could take a while maybe uh so the first shop you come to after you've walked over the bridge into the castle is Merlin Hishanter, which oh, Very uh,
1: good. You're much better than Ryan.
0: <laughs> I'm trying my best. Yeah. Um, discover us exquisite etched crystal, delicate glass display, and dazzling medieval jewellery with artisans making glassware while you watch. Now, we talked about this on Magical Kingdom of Walt, that we quite enjoy watching them make Glass, but don't buy anything. Yes. Yeah, it's <laughs> true. It's um, true. So yeah, that's it. Is quite different though because it is inside the castle, which is is quite nice. Um, I'm just looking at the picture that's on the app. Um, yeah, it's, it's
1: it's, for- you forget how nice it is inside actually because your eyes are drawn to all the cabinets, um, yeah. and as you say, the people actually making um, the the glassware. Uh, in there, so I actually have probably not looked properly in this shop, and I mean, in terms of how they've actually designed the shop for quite a while. Um, yeah, yeah, I I think it's because everything's shiny and sparkling.
0: Yeah, it's been a while since I've been in there. I tend to go to the one opposite the way, which we will get to at the end, right? Um, but yeah, it's been a while since I've been in there, and I'm just looking at this picture, and there's a what looks like a plane hanging from the ceiling
1: it looks a little bit like um something da vinci would have designed yeah. but i'm tr- i'm looking at it and i'm thinking is that something that was in sword and stone
0: it might well have been yeah, i mean it's it, been it, a while it, since i've seen it
1: that's what i mean it's um it's quite funny because actually on on this is your life uh, it's got mentioned quite frequently actually sword and stone um yeah. And it reminds me that I need to go on. I used to love that film. I need to go and watch it again yeah.
0: Um,
1: but yeah regardless yeah there there is something on the ceiling that looks like that um you know obviously it's it's themed to look like it's part of the castle, so you 've got like little um kind of like turrets and and uh arch windows and and stuff that you can 't actually see through yeah. Um, yeah there's nothing there because it's all inside the castle but there. yeah um and also there is um uh, an entryway way to uh, the dragon. Yes, from the shop yep. as well.
0: Yeah, we go down the well, down the, the steps.
1: You can go up the steps as well to the shop. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. there's a walkway between the two. It's one same.
0: Yeah. So I, do you know, this is what I'm going to end up doing now. Next time I go, I'm going to end up walking around all these shops and looking at the ceilings because yeah. we've gone through this, and there was so much stuff that we've gone. I didn't know that was in there. Oh,
1: Curious Giraffe is, the, is, is my favourite one of those. Because yeah. I had gone in there for years and never realised there was a bloody giraffe staring down at me. Yeah. There the whole time.
0: Of course it wasn't. So. The, the
1: shop was named after it, you know.
0: Yeah, exactly. So um, we head out of the castle down the, down the ramp. And this shop, I always, I don't think I've ever been in there. Because every time I walk past, all they've got outside is princess dresses. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of put me off going in there. And it's La Chamierre de Certainin. Why, um, do you, why
1: does it put you off going in there? I mean, I, I thought you liked princess dresses.
0: <laughs> they don't fit me. That's the problem. That is the problem, yeah. Um, yeah. So I've stayed away. But it says, A wondrous selection of clothing, toys, and accessories for younger children in a fantastical woodland set setting. And I've looked in it, and it looks like it's Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs Cottage inside
1: it is. it is yeah and um yeah there's like a little bridge that you can walk over inside yeah. the building like you don't realize until you go into the building that it's not it's not just a shop yeah like it's actually themed inside and then you go into a shop yeah um it's, it's very well done it's very cute um this is one of those places that you are gonna be able to get most of the princess merchandise that you could you could want yeah. Um, normally full of animator dolls, the big ones and the little cases that they do, little yeah. set cases. Um, so, yeah, it, it, it's good for that. Um, yes, they sell a lot of dresses. A lot of them are outside. Well, obviously, that's weather dependent. Yeah. Um, this was, uh, was it when I was with you? No, it wasn't. I was trying to buy a Mary Poppins t-shirt for my daughter and I saw it in outside this shop Uh, one of the clothes rails, they had it outside and I saw it there for about two days. They had like a a row of them and I went to get it on the last day and they'd all gone. Mm -hmm. And I then spent about two and a half hours looking for this. And I went, I mean, I went to the hotels. Yeah. Like I went everywhere trying to find these Mary Poppins. No one knew where they went. I managed to, I managed to get one in the clothes shop in the village. Yeah, But it was like a size, uh, an age bigger than I wanted it to be. So I think I was after like a five to six. And I only had a seven to eight, but I, I bought it anyway. Yeah. Like, She'll grab into it, it's fine. And yeah. she, she has worn it. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's, it's, it's a nice shop. It, the, the theming is lovely in it. I totally get why you'd be apprehensive, but that's why I go in, I've gone in all the shops now because you never quite know what's what's inside. Yeah. Um but yeah, it's a really fun one to go in.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna have to check some of these out again when I, I go back. When I get to go back. Yes. Should I say. Um yeah. so now we head past um the Snow White and Pinocchio attractions, we head to the next shop and that's Lobotega de Gippeto. Um, lovingly created toys for younger children, inspired by the classic tale of Pinocchio, and including many other favourites. Um, interestingly, mean, they've used a picture of a Disney tradition of yeah. Gepetto and Pinocchio on the on the um, the page for it on the on the app. Um, so it doesn't really give away what it sells, because I don't imagine they're probably selling in traditions when there's a shop not very far away that does.
1: Well, the other thing to note is this should, could also be uh, called the shop that's never open. I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. currently closed as we're looking at this now, but yeah. um, this shop has probably been closed more times than I've ever known a shop be closed. Yeah, it's almost like um, what's the one? What's, what's the pin one? Um, Pablo training oh, Post.
0: Yeah, it's
1: that like opens that. Once a week. Uh, twice. It opens Wednesday and Saturday. <laughs> um, but it's it's almost like that. It doesn't have hours like that, it doesn't have set days, but so many times I've been on trips and it's not been open. Yeah. So I don't know if it is purely supposed to be seasonal or or, or even what those seasons actually are, because I've been, you know, throughout every every part of the year, and yeah. it's sometimes there and sometimes not. It's it's very it's very strange. I think they do sell some. Um I can I don't want to say traditions, but some statues, some ornaments, mainly because of the type, like you know, the theme of the shop. But it's yeah. limited. I'm I'm sure I remember seeing like a few items behind the teal point, but yeah, it's 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 mainly kind of cuddly toys. A lot obviously because of uh, you know, it being themed around Pinocchio, um, that is where you can get your Pinocchio cuddly toys. Um That's where my son's Pinocchio come from. We wanted to buy it from there, and it was open that time. Um, But, yeah, so it's not exclusively Pinocchio stuff. None of these shops are like that, but you're guaranteed if there's Pinocchio stuff available, it will be in that shop.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. As I say, as you say as well, it's very rarely open, so it's been a while since I've been in there. I know I have been in there. Um, but it it has been a while it's not one that automatically draws me in um but yeah, and so we now move on to the building next door for our first restaurant of Fantasyland um which is Au Chalet de la marionette um, it's a regular restaurant across all parks um It has changed at Disneyland now. Um, it's now the Red Rose Tavern from Beauty and the Beast, but it was originally the same restaurant. Um, there's one at Walt Disney World as well. Um, this is one of the set menu restaurants, um, quick service. So we've got four set set menus. For some bizarre reason, the website has them back to front, um, starting <laughs> with four. I don't know why. So I'll start with number one um, at... 13 euros 99 and that is a bavarian hot dog currywurst sauce side salad or french fries and a cold drink um then you have 14.99 roasted chicken french fries or side salad, yogurt with a fruit layer or a magnum mini almond with a cold drink then you have 15.99 an authentic breakfast french fries or side salad Apple Caramel Crumble Cup and Cream Cheese or a Magnum Mini Arnold. Arnold? Arnold. Arnold. <laughs> uh, I've been reading too much about Conan, Conan the Barbarians though. That's what it is. Um, cold drink. And then the final set, men, set menu is um, at sixteen ninety nine. A hot pretzel sandwich with loin of pork, red cabbage and mustard sauce, French fries or side salad, apple strudel or fruit bowl tropical pineapple, Uh, And a cold drink. What a surprise there. (laughs) Now,
1: this was my hidden gem for a long time. Uh, And I've talked about it on other podcasts. Like, this is the place I would tell you to go. Like, everyone's like, oh, Casey's Corner. No. The the hot dogs in Casey's Corner, number one, are are crap. Right? They are just, like, her to hot dogs. Nothing wrong with them. But they are just plain, simple, boring hot dogs. Yeah, they'll whack some stuff on it for you. No sauce, you got to put that on yourself. Uh, you might be able to get some onions, or if you, I think they do vegetarian chili as well on there, which always cracks me up. Why anyone want vegetarian yeah. chili on a on a beef hot dog? But um, yeah, I, I find I don't think they are good value for money. I don't think they're very good. The uh, the hot dog here, the Bavarian hot dog, is like a proper bratwurst sausage. Um, has currywurst sauce on it as well which um, for those that aren't aware, Currywurst is is like a sweet curry, isn't it? Yeah. I think, you know, think more like a mango chutney kind of taste, but more curried than that. But it's it's very, it's it's mild. It's not a a hot or spicy sauce at all. Um, The quality of the sausage here is fantastic. When you compare it to cases at almost the same price, it is night and day. And yet, this place would always be far, far, far less busy than cases. I know cases; it's the location more than anything yep. else. Um, but I don't think people know what they what they sold inside. And um, so, if you still eat meat and you you know want a hot dog, these ones are absolutely on point. One yep. of the best place. I used to eat here all the time. Um, big big fan. I never had the authentic bratwurst, which is uh, what, what would we what would we call that? It's like um, it's it's like a very long sausage that's kind of curled Yeah, itself like a spiral. I like a Cumberland, we, Cumberland. Yeah, I was I was I thought Cumberland. I thought I thought that was just a flavour, but yeah, okay. So like a Cumberland sausage, like it's it's kind of uh, wrapped up in itself. Uh, the chicken's a chicken yeah right. Like that's it's just half a chicken it's standard lot lot of places do it um but the, the hot pretzel sandwich is new yeah i think i think they may have introduced it last year i'm not yeah. sure yeah um,
0: it's definitely new to me because i've i've never tried that and i would be tempted to
1: oh mate i'm i'm looking at it now thinking maybe i've got this all wrong Sod sod the planet. I think I might go and eat meat again. Um, It looks great. A a pretzel bun is unique. Yep. In the park, like nowhere else does that. Um, Loin of pork, again, not something you get very much of. Um, I don't know anywhere else that would serve this on property either. So um, it just sounds really exciting and and unusual for... When you, when you compare it to the standard kind of burgers you get elsewhere, you know, it's, it's a completely different thing. Um, you know, the, the problem here is that there is no vegetarian option. No, There is in isn't. terms of, in terms of a set meal. Um, there is a vegetable salad with cereals, of course.
0: Yeah. Think about uh, cereal salad.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, there's a couple of things I do separately on the a la carte so uh, there's a chicken salad as well uh chicken nuggets and you can have the bratwurst um without the the drink and the dessert um get a side salad or french fries a couple of desserts that we already mentioned as well as a double mickey cake a couple of different ice creams as well standard soft drink options uh standard water options uh draft beer 1664 so on draft that's uh keeping up with the bavarian uh spirit as well um yeah kids menu is uh what was it uh, kids hot dog kids chicken burger yeah you know and then the usual kind of stuff um but yeah to me this is really underrated i thought we talked did we talk about this when we we looked around Adventure uh avengerland that the fact that no i don't got, think we did so, what I also love about this, and I didn't realize this for a long time, is there's an entrance to it in Adventureland. But in Adventureland, it looks like a shipwrecked um, building. Yeah. Well, not a shipwrecked building, but like a, um, a water damaged building where like, the right waves have like, crashed into it and, and kind of rotted it away a little bit. Um, and you can sometimes get in that way. It's not always open. But if you go around to Fancyland, it looks like a normal. Um, kind of like Chateau, I suppose. So, yeah, yeah very, very clever theming in that it's in between the two lands, but it looks completely different depending on where you are to go yeah. there. Um, very clever. But yeah, I, I can't sing its praise any more than I have, I don't think. <laughs> I, I can't even eat there. So
0: no. what that tell you? No. So as we mentioned, the shop that is very rarely open. Let's move to the restaurant that is very rarely open. Mm. Um and it pains me that it's very rarely open because it looks exactly like the ride at Disneyland. Um and that is the Toad Hall restaurant. Um yeah. We don't really need to go much into the menu. It is a, a fish and chip restaurant. Yeah. Um so it,
1: it's but it, i mean it, it's it 's like the the Disney version of fish and chips
0: yeah, it is so again we 've got four set menus, um so it is a little bit different, so the first menu again, prices are exactly the same as the last four menus um so menu one thirteen ninety nine fish and chips plus french fries, so you get two lots of chips according to that. <laughs> um, or side salad and cold drink. Now, this is different that I didn't realise they did. Beef stew pie on the next one.
1: Yeah, and um, I wonder if it is a proper pie or if it's the usual. Here's a bit of pastry some on the stew. top. Yeah, here's some stew in a bowl with a pastry top. <laughs> yeah. I guess it would be.
0: Yeah, I would imagine so. Uh, side salad or French fries, many almond. Uh, Magnum yogurt with fruit layer and soft drink, uh, menu three, hot chicken and bacon sandwich, um, same uh, as before, um, exactly the same desserts as well yep. and then the the final menu is double fish and chips. Now this time it doesn't have chips, it doesn't have fries with it. you can only get a side salad.
1: Yeah, so I, I'm guessing it's a typo on the first one. Yeah, and it should just offer you a side salad. um yeah. Not that anyone wants a side salad of fish and chips. I used to hate it. I, I, I don't like going in fish and chip restaurants. No, I love fish and chips, and I do still eat fish and chips because I'm a pescatarian. But um I like it. I, I actually, I do actually eat it on a plate at home. It's really weird. My, like my wife, my wife, she will eat it on paper. Yeah. I do like to have mine on a plate, but I like yeah. to have just fish and chips. I don't, I hate going into a restaurant and they put like a piece of lettuce and a tomato yeah. and a lemon wedge. I don't need all that crap. No one's eating no. that. Just fish and chips. Um, and also, I need to put it on a plate because I do now, as I've got older, put gravy on my fish and chips like a right weirdo.
0: <laughs> but there you go.
1: Um, it's, it's just, it's that typical Disney version. Of fish and chips, yeah, it's not it's not proper fish and chips. I I I actually think here, it's not French fries. I think it is chips. If I remember the picture right, there's no pictures on here, and annoyingly, no. Um, but I do think the chips look like fish and chips. But um, yeah, when I've seen pictures, it still doesn't look. It looks like the American version of fish and chips, which is not yeah what we have. No. Plus, as well, like. For me, I don't want to go and eat fish and chips in Disneyland. No. It's just not, like, I want to eat everything else.
0: I understand why they've done it, because it is meant to be English-themed. Yeah. Um, but I think there's other things that they could do.
1: Yeah, and, um, and I mean, going back to what you were saying about the restaurant, so I've never been here. I've never eaten in here, but no. I did a lot of research for it for the book that I may or may not one day try and publish. Um <laughs> And I kind of went into details about the different... There's three dining areas off the top of my yeah. head. I haven't got the article in front of me, but um, there's, there's three dining areas. Um, one's um, a library, if I remember. One's like a conservatory. I can't remember what the other one. The other one might be like a living room or something. Uh, but there's three different parts of the building you can eat in um, at, and they're all he- heavily themed. Yeah. So it's it's a, a really, despite what it looks like outside, but actually outside it looks quite nice. But like inside, it, it, the theming really keeps up. It's yeah. quite impressive, actually.
0: Yeah. So we got two kids items uh, on the menu. You get the usual stuff that you normally get with the kids meals, um, but your two options for for the main is kids thin fillets of fish or a kids hot chicken sandwich.
1: Yeah, I mean, that worries me a little bit. I mean, chicken should be hot, right?
0: <laughs> You'd hope so, wouldn't you? Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. you might be a bit ill yeah. if it wasn't.
1: Um, they do actually do a veggie burger on the menu here. Yeah. Uh, as well as your normal vegetable salad and cereals. Uh, desserts are pretty much the same as we saw um, in in the last place. Um, they do draft as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, get some wine in here as well. Then it's the normal kind of uh, water, soft drinks, hot drinks. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, it, yeah. you know, the main food itself doesn't inspire me at all. No. But going in there just to have a look at what it's like in there, I'd be up for. But as you say, it is one of those restaurants that is quite often closed during downtime.
0: Yeah, and it is closed currently. Mm. Not a not surprised. No. Um, you would find next door Meet Mickey Mouse, which is currently a selfie spot rather than the, the usual. And there is a, a photography shop in there um, to get your photos with Mickey. Yeah, it's not really...
1: Uh, yeah, no. Like you say, it's more a point where you can go and have a look at your photos yeah. and get your uh, annual photo pass or, or buy a photo pass if you want one. Um, yeah and stuff
0: so we then head into the alice themed area Um, Mm. and you've got march hair refreshments so let's have a look and see uh there is no menu for this um it is just a snack bar according to this and it says take your seat at the mad hatter's tea party on this colorful terrace Uh, and that's all it says really and i think it is just snacks it's ice creams, yeah, drinks.
1: It's, it's your usual uh, bottles of soft drink, water, um, crisps, cookies, that kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Um, so, moving on to the next one, and I think this is pretty similar as well, uh, the Old Mill, which yeah. did used to be part of an attraction, didn't it, it was, when it first opened?
1: It was an attraction. It was a... Um, like a, a a observation wheel, I'm trying yeah. to think of what it was called um, it had so the the compartments were like big water buckets, I suppose, and they swung ever so slightly um, if I remember rightly i don't I don't think I went on it because I didn't really see the point of going on it. <laughs> No, if I'm honest, I mean you know now I'm older. I can kind of say well, you, you, you probably would have got some nice views over the park. Yeah, A, similar, I suppose, to um, what you get from the uh, castle in the maze. Uh, yeah, like, when you when you end in the maze at um, Alice's Curious Labyrinth, because um, you're that that kind of height. But I don't I don't know how long it was open for. I think it was closed by the early 2000s because I'm sure it wasn't open when I went back in 2002, but it was open in 95. Yeah. In fact, you yeah. might not. Thinking about it. You know, like when you're trying to think back to memories, did I see it moving or did I just see it with the the compartments on it?
0: Yeah. See, I, I'm, doubting I'm myself. sure they were on there for a while. I yeah. think they left it for a long time. And I've got... I've got it in my head that they were still on there the first time I went.
1: It's very possible because um, I'm sure I'm sure they were there in 2002. Yeah. But it just wasn't an attraction anymore.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I I don't remember that being a shop the first oh uh, an eatery the first time I went. Mm. Um for sure. But yeah, it's again it's pretty similar to to March Hare. Drinks, sweets, snacks. Um, not a proper eatery. No. Um, so we move along again and we've got the princess pavilion. So another photography store, um, for once you've had your photos done with the princesses. I,
1: I like the I like the princess pavilion. Um, I've only been there a couple of times. Well, actually probably more than that now, actually. I went there during Halloween a couple of times. Um, but cause I was with my daughter. So I think we went back. Yeah. After that as well. Um, and it's it's quite nice in there, like it is very slow moving. It is very slow moving, but it's it's it looks quite nice in there. They've made good use of the space.
0: So, yeah. Yeah. so we now head down the the side um that's uh, adjoined to uh, uh Discovery Land. Um that kind of entrance way through there, and we come to two little eateries. Um first one. Um, is Pizzeria Bella Notte yeah. share a magical moment over some Italian specialities in this pizzeria inspired by the Disney classic Lady and the Tramp now this is a place that I tend to, I've not eaten in either of these but I tend to sit along those benches right, along the side so it's somewhere that I've kind of sat and looked at but never eaten in um, so this is looking at the menu. This is slightly different to to a few places. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, menu prices are exactly the same. Uh, so menu one: Neapolitan sauce rigatoni pasta or cheese sauce rigatoni pasta, um, side salad or garlic butter bread, and a drink. Um, menu two: Bolognese lasagna um, with the side salad or garlic butter bread, and the same. Desserts, the yoghurt with a fruit layer or Magnum Mini Arnold. I'm going to keep calling it that now. Um, cold drink. Then menu three, royal pizza or three cheese pizza. Um, again, same same sides and same desserts and drink. And then the final one is the Lady and the Tramp spaghetti, which is veal meatballs. Um, so that's very different compared to what we normally get. Mm. Um, Same sides. The dessert is tiramisu or fruit bowl, tropical pineapple and a drink.
1: So I've only eaten here once on the last trip, actually. Um, and we got, um, a menu three, uh, just to share. I just wanted a, a bit of a light lunch. So, um, I think you got maybe two pieces of garlic bread. I can't remember now, but you know, it, it was fine. Like, you know, as, as, a, as a kind of snack, you could have a snack between three people. Yeah. Um, it was fine. Um, the pizza was pizza. There yeah. was n- nothing remarkable about it but, it, but it also wasn't awful. Yeah. Um, but what did, it, what did it say about it? What's, what's the description say? Uh, Share magical magic my Italian specialises is pizza inspired by the Disney classic. I, I don't think it's very well themed at all. I can see no, there's a little picture isn't. here that's got a painting of a scene from Name the Tramp on it, but yeah. it just felt like a very generic kind of restaurant. Like um the uh chateau uh
0: Mariana. It's Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, inside there it's not it's not well decorated. It looks like what it's supposed to look like. Yeah. It looks like a chateau, really. You know, yep. wooden beams everywhere and wooden floor, and you know, all dark and and stuff. This is what it looked like to me. You know, it didn't seem to. When when you're talking up, you know, it's inspired by it. It just looked like a normal restaurant. Didn't look yeah. Anything, Despite anything the, the fact
0: that it gets bad reviews, at least Tony's Town Square looks like the restaurant from Lady and the Tramp.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, or is it's this the same?
0: It just it, it's another one of those things that feels like it's an an empty offshoot of the land because it's got nothing facing it. It's kind of like, Oh, we've got these two buildings here. What do we do with them? Mm. Um, And that's, but as we said, the, the menu is a little bit different compared to everywhere else. We've got the child menu. They have the option of the Mickey pizza, which is tomato sauce and cheese or the two different pastas, the Neapolitan or the cheese pasta. Um, And then the rest of it is the same as you would get anywhere else.
1: You know what? That's actually what we did. We got my daughter the pasta and we had the pizza to share between the two of us. Yeah. But I think I think my daughter had some of that as well. Um yeah. Yeah, it's it's fine. And, and yeah, at least it's not burgers and chips. Yeah. You know, exactly. it's something different. So yeah. you know, I can't I can't dispute um that. Um yeah. Uh vegetarian options, sudden and cereals. Or obviously yeah. the cheese and tomato pizza. Um which is why we got that. Um, yeah, it's, it's fine. Um, I don't think it's, it it, it normally gets quite busy. Yeah. Uh, I find when it is open, um, I suppose because it's one of the few places to get pizza, but yeah,
0: it's, it's, it's fine. (laughs) Yeah. That's it. It's fine. Yeah. So then we had next door, um, the Fantasia gelati, uh, I think you can probably guess what that is. It's ice cream. Call off with some truly magical ice cream flavours, courtesy of Carte d'Or. Um, Never was, it? was it always Cart d'Or? Because I've got um, it in my head that it was Ben and Jaros.
1: Right. So I I guess it's not. It'd be interesting to see, actually. Let me see if I can find Gibson Girls. Because, um, yeah, Gibson Girls was... was Ben & Jerry's from for as long as I can remember. It wasn't, when it first opened it wasn't Ben & Jerry's yeah. but certainly by the early 2000s it was Ben & Jerry's. Yeah. Now it says here it's still Ben & Jerry's.
0: <laughs> so that's
1: that's interesting because you would have thought that they wouldn't have two yeah. competing ice cream companies although I wonder if they're owned by the same people now.
0: Possibly. I In wonder whether case, Ben & Jerry's own both of them.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to think you I'm sure they got bought out a while ago. But if it's yeah. if it's the same parent company, then that would make sense. But otherwise yeah. you'd like, hmm, it's a bit yeah. odd. But yeah, I'm sure I'm sure that one in particular used to be um Nestle ice cream. Yeah. At one time. I don't remember so, it always being cart, uh, cart door.
0: Yeah. So we've got so I'm guessing this is the, the regular parts that you can buy, the small ones with a lid on. Uh, 3.89 um, and they come in literally two flavors vanilla chocolate or vanilla chocolate together <laughs> at three euros 89 and then you've got one scoop in a pot or an ice cream cone at 3.59 two scoops 3.89 three scoops at 4.19 and this might take a while because there's a there is a massive list of flavors for this so you've got vanilla triple chocolate strawberry cheesecake pistachio caramel coffee strawberry marshmallow vanilla cocoa choco cookies Uh, not (laughs) cocoa lemon sorbet raspberry sorbet mango sorbet and then for extra toppings for a euro you can have whipped cream caramelized hazelnut chips colored balls I don't know whether you'd want coloured balls. No, it um, sounds a
1: bit like shreddy balls to me.
0: <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> broken Dame chocolate, broken Oreo cookies, broken meringue, or mini Smarties. Uh,
1: I mean, yeah, quite a lot of 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 options there. Um, yeah. yeah, weird. I'm guessing, yeah, those ice cream pots must just be like little tubs of... Um, yeah. ...of pre-done ice cream while these are scoops, aren't they? Um, yeah I can't again it's it's somewhere that's not normally open yeah um, so I've I've never got ice cream from there um, have I told you about my experience with pistachio ice cream <laughs> no very very quick so I went to Norway in the 90s quite a lot from the mid 90s onwards and the first time we went I remember going to the supermarket and uh, my my cousins out there said oh um, you know Get some ice cream while you're there, um, so we can have it thoughtful, you know, after dinner. It's like brilliant. Went down to the freezer section. I was like, oh, what ice cream should we get? Oh yeah, get that one. And uh, got it. Had our dinner. Had got the ice cream out. And everyone was kind of like, you know, passing a scoop around, getting some ice cream, eating it. I was like, mm, this this mint chop chip tastes really weird, and it's because it was pistachio. <laughs> because it looks exactly the same it's got little black dots in it yeah and it's the same color and it totally bamboozled me because I'd never heard of pistachio ice cream before <laughs> and it's not it's not, not nice but when you're expecting one thing yeah. and something else it's a little bit mm. so yeah uh, i'm not i'm not a massive fan of pistachio ice cream but it's uh, yeah just just be careful so if you go there listen to this and think oh yeah i'm going to if it's open i'm going to go there next time and you see mint shot chip ice cream. It's not It's not mint shot chip ice cream. We're very weird. We're the only country I think that has mint shot chip ice cream. It's it pistachio. Yeah. Just, just just, be careful.
0: <laughs> so we head back towards the castle for the next couple of items.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, we've got another snack kiosk, La Obra Enchante. Um, Never, ever been there. No, I haven't either. Um, again, I think it's just going to be snacks, crisps. Uh, sweets and stuff like that um, no menu or anything on that one so uh, yeah, no just menu, yeah. pay, it does say snack yeah yeah snack bar then we come to one of my favorite shops there's a couple of actually in fact probably the next three shops are all ones that I really enjoy going into um, so we've got first of all Sir Mickey's Boutique mm-hmm um that's mickey's gone medieval offering an array of toys clothes and accessories in a store that feels like a marquee merged it merged with a castle so this is the shop where you will find mickey climbing the beanstalk outside yep uh, and inside you will find the giant who is found the top said beanstalk um it's quite a big shop um it's, it's got misleading. different sections yeah it's misleading. got different sections. So when you first come in it's got like a section of stuffed toys, things like that, but it goes quite a way back and actually goes round that bend back towards um Discovery Land. Um and fills up that whole whole bit of the building until you get to Auberge on the other side. Yeah. Um, which is the next thing we're gonna talk about. But yeah, I I tend to use this one to, to get cuddly toys. It tends to be quite quiet in there. It's not as as busy as some of the other ones with people chucking Mickey Mouse's everywhere and and things like that, it does tend to be a, a little bit more civilized in there.
1: Spirit jerseys as well.
0: Yes, that that was the one place I found them outside. Yes. On that corner, um, when they first released the the black ones, mm. the uh, the original Disneyland Paris ones, uh, that was the place that I found them. Um. So yeah. I I like this one. I think it's really well themed. It is one that I've actually looked up at and seen the stuff that they've got hidden around the around the roof, um, and I really like it. And that's why I think I need to look at these other ones uh, and find similar things.
1: Yep. No, I'm, I'm with you. Like big fan of that shop.
0: Yeah. Um, so the aforementioned Auberge de Celeron um, or Saint Julien. I can never say that one right. Um I've never eaten here, but I know you have.
1: Yeah, I've only been for breakfast. Um we did the the character breakfast there um last time round. And um yeah, I mean it's 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 nicely done inside. It looks like uh, you know, quite a uh, high end restaurant, you know, very yeah. posh chairs. Um, you know, tables, tablecloths. Um, you know, they put put the full works out. Um the I found the breakfast expensive for what it was. Yeah. And there was no it was a set menu, there was no choices, so there was no um you know, you got sausages and you got um how oh, what else did you I think you got uh, some toast maybe or hash brown. I remember, but I I remember giving the sausages to my daughter because I wasn't eating them. Um, My wife was at the time, um, so she had she had sausages. I I didn't. But what was weird was they had these three things. I think there were three that were like little shot glasses that came in a rack, and one was like yogurt and granola. Um, one was like. Kind of mousse, I think, and the third one was like a smoked salmon and cream cheese
0: mm-hmm.
1: type thing. All in these little shot glasses. You had like little tiny spoons to eat them out. Um, yeah, it was. It was very weird. I can't remember how much it cost me now. I think it might be forty know. or fifty euros a head for the breakfast. Yeah. Um, but you're paying for the, the, the character meet and greet, so you, we had three princesses yep. come round and, and stuff and you know that that's why we did it and that, that made it worth while doing it. Um but I mean I can't I can't really say it was particularly good. I was yeah I'm just looking at the thing here. Oh that's it. There was waffles. <laughs> Mickey 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 Waffles. Um yeah, it was uh it doesn't say what the uh it doesn't say what the things were, though. <laughs> See, I can't... Uh, for
0: some reason, it won't load the menu for me.
1: Oh, th- this is just a description of yeah. it for me. Um, but, yeah, it's... Um, yeah, Like at the moment, it's... Um, they're obviously not doing the meet-and-greet, are they? No. So, yeah, it's. I think it's uh, expensive. Two settings, Two sittings for breakfast. So an 815 and a nine forty-five. Um yeah. we did the eight fifteen because we only two extra magic hours afterwards. Um yeah. That's uh that's that. Um I've got the menu open now, but it's the it's the main kind of menu. Yeah. So um woo. yes, it's got it's got the um it's not got a breakfast menu, so I can't see how much that costs, but um the it's it's 77 euros for the main menu um and that gets you a a amuse bouche um cream of pumpkin and sep soup got no idea what sep is c-e-p any ideas no or wild prawns with saffron butter herbicide and crunchy vegetables or a duck trio God, can you imagine a duck trio? Like, trios are quite <laughs> nice, but a duck
0: trio? It's, it's Huey, Jerry and Louie. Oh, dear. Uh, <laughs>
1: toasted bread and fig jam. Um, mains are veal loin stuffed with pesto. A reduction with aligo potatoes. I'm not sure what aligo potatoes are, actually. Maybe new. Um, or fillet of turbot and champagne sauce. Asparagus risotto or chicken frites with moral mushrooms. There's a (laughs) uh, Or fresh pasta with wild mushrooms, cream sauce, and vegetable, brunoir. Or the chef special. Doesn't say what that is because it's a chef special. Um, Cinderella's dessert or a selection of cheeses or fresh fruit salad. That's your £77 menu. Kids is 45 Uh, Again, it's amuse-bouche, fairy nibbles, small cream of pumpkin soup, chicken breasted vegetables, cream in sauce and pasta, fresh fruit salad and water. Or, oh, you, or you can change some of that. It looks like there's a slight bit of a la carte menu. So starters there, on bouche fairy nibbles. Ah, smoked salmon, cream cheese and Mickey toast. No, it's still not, it's still not the same thing. Um, Main course, chicken breasted vegetables, cream and sauce, or cod fillet with vegetables, lemon cream sauce. We have a choice of side dishes, pasta, roast potatoes, or rice. And dessert is Cinderella's surprise. Mm. Um, Yeah, so 45 for the kids, 77 for um, the adults. It's it's not where you take your kids if they're a bit fussy. No. Is it? Definitely not. Again, I know you're paying for the experience of, of like the meet and greet, but if yeah. the food's not going to be eaten it's just feels like a bit of a waste and i i i know why they they do it right this is supposed to be a, a bit of a posh restaurant but yeah it's a little out there yeah i think for for a lot of people i mean i know a lot of people that would never go here because they don't like the look of what's on the menu
0: yeah
1: um which i i i understand
0: yeah, I, I have to be honest. I've been a little put off by the the menu at times. My my palate has changed though over recent years, so it might be time to to have a look again. Um, probably not on the, the next trip because it might be a boys' trip. We shall see.
1: Yeah, if we're allowed to go. <laughs> yeah, if uh, we're allowed if to go. Uncle Boris lets us go.
0: Yeah, um, I don't think it's the sort of place that that we'll be going. Um, it's a bit but, crazy for us, mate. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> and no princesses either, so it's just not no. worth it.
1: That's what I mean. At the moment, um, I unless you really love your food, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't waste my time going
0: here. No. 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 So we come back out into the main area behind the castle. Uh, another one of my favourite shops, just because, again, it, it's quieter than a lot of places and, and has a good selection of, of what they sell. Um, and that 's La confiserie de toit fe uh have your wishes come true in this enchanted grotto sprinkled with a wonderful array of sweets and treats so this is the sort of place where you can pick up your your biscuits and your your chocolate to take home for people and uh, look, and stuff like that
1: you 're only going here for one reason, and that 's the the massive candy force you can get from outside
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true as well. Um, so yeah, if you've got a sweet tooth, this is definitely the place you want to be heading to. And it's um, a huge
1: candy floss as
0: well. Yeah.
1: really is. I'm not a massive fan of candy floss. I always feel like I'm eating the insulation from uh, my loft. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's it's very weird. Yeah. Um, I mean, it doesn't taste horrible, but it's just the, the, the texture makes me kind of um so what will normally happen is uh my wife will buy one um now we've got a daughter that will eat it it's fine my son wouldn't touch it anyway um but so they can have it and i can have like a couple of handfuls or something and they'll, they'll probably finish it off but if it's just me and my wife going you know she'll probably eat it out of principle but she'll be eating 90 percent of it easy yeah and it's a big old one as well
0: yeah i yeah. can get your face painted
1: here as well can't you outside
0: Yes. Yeah, yep, I believe so. And yeah, this is again uh, quite a big shop. It's quite surprising how big it is um, lengthways this time, rather than going back. It's it's quite a long shop. The, the tills are at one end by the at the castle end, and then you're all the way down at Auberge again um, when the shop ends. So it is quite a, a large shop as well, and that does have a really decent selection, not just. Your, your typical boxes of biscuits, you can buy tin, tins of biscuits and and all sorts of things in there to, to bring home for people. So I definitely recommend checking that out if you're looking for, for gifts to take home for people.
1: Yeah, I don't see it's that different really from um, the place on Main Street. No. doesn't smell as nice, obviously, because they're not making stuff <laughs> in there. But No. You, you can expect to see a similar selection of stuff, but... Yeah. I would say it's because of, again, where it is, this is generally a quieter shop. Yeah. So it's a better place to go and have a look around.
0: Yeah. So we now come to our final stop of Fantasyland.
1: Dum-dum-dum.
0: Before we move on to our namesake land. Um, Yes. But our final shop is La Boutique du Chateau. Uh, And this is a a favourite for many, I think.
1: The shop of the castle.
0: It is. Um, but weirdly, I don't know why it's called that, because it's Doc's Christmas Goods. <laughs> well,
1: I, I'm i sure it didn't used to be. I'm sure yeah. when I first went there, it was just a normal shop Yeah. Um, that sold ornaments and stuff like that. I mean, it's still... If I recall, I've not been in there for a while, but if I recall, they, they do have a cabinet in there that sells different ornaments. Yeah. Um, the majority of the shop is... Uh, Christmas plushes, Christmas decorations, um, yeah, Christmas lights, train sets, Christmas train sets, that kind of thing.
0: Yeah,
1: um, stockings. If it's if it's got Christmas associated to it, it's it's in there yeah. basically.
0: And wasn't it a while ago? Wasn't it rumored that it was closing? I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. We talked about rethink. that. Yeah. Mm. Um, so it's interesting. It seems to have survived for now. Whether it does once. I wonder whether the park, when the, when the parks get up and running properly again, and Christmas is gone, that um, that refurb may come along at some point.
1: I mean, every—I th- I think every Disney park has a Christmas shop, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, I don't. We haven't come to the one at Disneyland yet, so I didn't. I wasn't sure. No. Um, but obviously I know Disney World does. Well, it has two, doesn't it? But one in yeah. the parks and the one in um. Springs. Disney Springs. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think, I think there is, there's always room to have one.
0: Yeah, definitely. At
1: first I thought, why would you want Christmas stuff like in July? But I suppose the thing is like Christmas is something that happens every year. So people will always want to buy stuff for Christmas that they can put away, um, and associate, you know, the, the thing with Christmas decorations especially is you have to get them out every Christmas. Yeah. So it's not like a lot of merchandise you buy at a theme park where you might display it for a little bit and then you might shift some stuff around and then you don't have it out. But this is something like every year you have to get out. Um, yeah. Because it's in your box of decorations. So um, yeah, I think it's nice. The one thing they don't do, which they do elsewhere, is they don't do in there, unless I'm mistaken, engraving. Or oh, not engraving mm, like no. um,
0: Yeah, I know what you mean. Putting yeah. stuff on decorations and
1: Yeah, they don't yeah. so I've had per person, personalization. I've had personalized baubles at Disney World, you know, we normally get the year that we're there. If we've not yeah. bought a decoration, it's got the year on it, will normally say uh the year that you know we we've gone there. So again, it's it's another reminder of that. I'm surprised they don't do that because it's it's something cheap you know, to just have somebody whose job it is to write on decorations yeah. and you charge for it as well. Yeah. So it's not like it's, it's free. Um, I'm just surprised I don't have anyone there to do it, but no. there you go. And
0: and that's Fantasyland.
1: Yeah. It's a big old land, isn't it?
0: It really yeah, is. It is. But, um, there's not much there. That's, ways- that's
1: a problem. is isn't, it? there's not many, like, attractions.
0: Yeah. Really? Yeah, we have got those. Big old land. Yeah, you've got those those few as you come in. So the, the, like the, the classic dark ride.
1: The three dark rides. Dumbo, Alice's Labyrinth. Carousel. And Small World.
0: And Small World. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> for, for the size of land, it just yeah. feels like a lot.
0: Yeah. I think. And yeah. let's hope we get Mickey and Minnie's. At some point. That
1: will change the game if we do. Yeah. I think in terms of that land, but um, yeah. Yeah. There we go. Cool. Okay. Well, in that case, I'll wrap this episode up. Um yep. So, yep. Next episode, it will be discovery land.
0: Yeah.
1: On namesake land. And,
0: and that will be it. For, and that will for be a five,
1: five minute episode. <laughs> yeah. Cause there's nothing there. Nice. No, no, not much, but uh Yeah. It'd be good to, to look into that into some more detail. Um, so thank you very much. Um, we love hearing from uh, you listeners. So if you've got any questions, you've got anything that you want us to talk about, then uh, tweet us or email us. It's um, pod at gmail.com. Same handle on Twitter. Um, so yeah, get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, thank you. Uh, Jamie for sending that question in and um, yeah we'll see you in uh, November blimey unless we do a Halloween episode
0: yeah don't think there'll be anything to do for Halloween this year I don't think there will be either no All right. see you in November bonjour au revoir even (laughs) I don't
1: even know what time of the day it is how many times have you done that I know get away and that's the first time you've got it wrong
0: I know I don't uh, that's ridiculous (laughs)